Hello and welcome to episode three of the Get Real Gaming podcast, the show where we get real talking about the latest video game news and releases. I'm Richard and with me, as always, is my dead sec hacker in crime, Lawrence. How are you doing today, Lawrence? I'm all right. You know, just hacking up London as you do. You are. You are indeed. You've been having a good go of the latest and greatest in the Watch Dogs installments, right? Yeah. All right? Yeah. 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 Excellent. uh, Yeah. I it's think probably so. the most notable release this week. We've had a few games come out this week, Lawrence. Have We've we? had Trails of Cold Steel 4 on the PS4. No, me neither. Uh, Ghost Runner. Did you hear about Ooh, Ghost Runner? Oh, I've played Ghost Runner. I've been playing it, yeah. Uh, well, you can talk about that in a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you'd been playing that. Yeah. That just sparked yeah. some kind of imagination. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, obviously. That's, that's, that's the notable one. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe came Ooh. out on the Switch this week. Um, I know my don't, missus I, is excited for that one. Is she? I saw, uh-huh. I saw Nintendo talk a lot about it, but I didn't hear anybody else really talk a lot about it. Yeah. Apparently it's, um, it's, a, it's a Wii port, a Wii U port. Yeah, I think it is, but with some extra bits and bobs. Yeah. And then uh, the Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope, oh. came out. Um, it's I, like a horror thing. Yeah. I have heard of, of the anthology. It is kind of like, um, what's it called? Until Dawn. That's it. It's like Until Dawn, where it's kind of like a oh, yeah. story kind of based thing and it's quick time events. I believe, I've not actually played it because I don't like horror games. Oh, I don't really play horror games either, but um, yeah, it came out. So there you go. Oh. Um, Lawrence? Yes. What have you been playing this week? Well, I've been playing Watch Dogs Legion, obviously, yes. and uh, Ghost Runner as well. That was very good. Uh, Tell me about Ghost Runner because okay. you seem excited about that. Yeah, I, I played a demo of it back in, uh, I believe, in June when they did the whole Steam Summer stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a cyberpunk-esque world where um, you play as, a, as this thing called a, a cyber runner, which is like a cyborg ninja kind of thing. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's one shot KO. Ooh! So yeah, so you got to be quick, um, and you can slow down time and move, be really, really agile. Um, what was that game on the Switch, or not on the Switch? Sorry, but what was that indie game that? Because um, it wasn't just on the Switch, but what was the indie game that was like that? It was called like oh, it, was like, it was like a two D platformer with a yes, with a cyberpunk ninja sword. Yeah. Style. What was it oh, called? God, what was that called? Oh. It was like, <laughs> I know, I can't think oh, what it is. Why? Wait, I'm going to look it up. Let's I'm going to have to look it up now. Cyber Switch 2D game. Cyber <laughs> Cyber <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, there was Astral Chain, but that's not it. I know it's not it. Cyberpunk style slasher. Uh, slasher game. <laughs> not Kane. Uh, what was it? All I'm getting is bloody Ghost Runner. I know now. Now that uh, Ghost Runner's out, I'm only yeah. seeing Ghost Runner. Somebody listening to this now is screaming, screaming at, us. at yeah. It's, it's this. <laughs> it begins like I think it begins with an S or something like that. Or Cyberpunk slasher. I played it and I can't remember it. It was really well uh, rated as well. It was. It was. A, it was a big game. Was it Katana Zero? Oh, it could have been Katana Zero. Wait, let me just Katana Zero. Yeah, it was Katana Zero, Lawrence. Good job. Thanks for well the digital done. trends there for helping me out. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that sounds like a 3D Katana Zero. Um, kind of. It's it's more of uh, it's more of like a roguelike kind of thing. Um, Ooh. because obviously it's, it's a one shot KO, and which is kind cool. Of, yeah, but you can't like, like you have these skills which slot in to your. You know, it's, it's almost like this Tetris block, and the skills are like Tetris blocks, and you you can only fit a certain you know, things in certain positions and you can mix and match your skills. But you've got to, like, pick between a dash. Like, from what I played, you can pick a dash, like an extra dash or deflect the bullets that come at you. The only right. thing is, there's no, like... You know, like in some games, you hold right-click or right-trigger and you can deflect that way. Yeah. You have to attack the bullet coming at you and it comes oh. really damn quick. So it, it's kind of like a puzzly slasher game. It's a really, really, really cool concept. That's ace. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, I bet right now the... Who, who is it that made Ghost Runner? Ghost Runner is made by... I believe it's an indie uh, studio. Yeah, Studio One. They're a Polish development oh. studio. They're going to be dead happy that Cyberpunk's been delayed again. Oh, well... At this gonna, point in time. We're going to get into that, aren't we? Yeah, but people trying to get a kick out of something cyberpunky right now might jump on Ghost Runner and give that a go to fill their 
needs. Oh, it did definitely so. did scratch that itch. Not fully, yeah. but it did scratch the kind of cyberpunky, dark, worldy feel to it. Decent reviews. Uh, PS4, 79, mm. and uh, PC, 82 on Metacritic. So uh, it seems like decent enough. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's one of those games where you can play it in short bursts and enjoy it, or you can play it longer and just complete it. Yeah. And what so, else have you been playing this week? Um, I've been Anything playing... Uh, yeah, and uh, I believe you've been playing it as well. Uh, Hades. Yes. Yeah, I actually got got to go on Hades this mm-hmm. week. Do you, do you want to talk that? about that? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Hades. Uh, I had a go on it last night. Um, really fun. Um, I am a fan of that roguelike style games, um, but, but but they've never... They've scratched the... Uh, the roguelite itch to a certain mm-hmm. degree, but I always fall off the end. You know, I always go, yeah. oh, yeah, but eventually the grind becomes a grind and it's a bit like, eh. like I like the Binding of Isaac. That was nice. But then eventually I just got a bit fed up of it. And then I tried Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. And and that is similar, I think, in terms of the game gameplay and stuff. Yeah. But Hades so far has been really nice. I like the Greek gods thing. And I'm still, they've not not done very well to explain, like, it's kind of like you have to learn what some of the symbols mean before you pick them up and stuff. Yeah. Like you got to go into different rooms. You got to already know what you're kind of going for. So it's just mm-hmm. a learning process. But so far it's been fun. But the first boss, I'm at the first boss already, and I'm just absolutely can't get through it. It's <laughs> rough. So I mean, uh, I, fun though. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not a fan of roguelike games, funnily enough. Um, oh yeah, and this one I'm, I'm really enjoying because obviously it's, it's the Greek mythology. I'm not super up on my greek mythology but no i, I mean Me running through it like dying a few times and going again and that kind of repetitive just like each time you get stronger and each time you kind of push further and further and further it kind of reminds me a little bit of the dark soulsian get good kind of mentality mm-hmm. but not as strong yeah and, and, I, and I like that I, I dig that i can get behind that good nice and anything else have you been playing this week um not that I can remember. It's been okay. a long week. <laughs> Your usual wowing and... Yeah, oh yeah, definitely usual wow. Um, which we got an announcement for uh, this week about the new expansion. Which oh yeah? Which is great. Yeah, it comes out on the 24th awesome. of November. Cool. The same day uh, Football Manager comes out. So my life's gone. That's it. My, my, oh, because you're going to be playing saying, Football Manager. Yeah, I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Um, goodbye. D&D will be done. By then, yep. You're uh, going to be turning RTX on. Oh, I will be on my text. We'll, uh, I want, we'll I get want to... into that a little bit later because you got a 3070, didn't you? Oh, I did. Yes. Um, well, you, well, I mean, well, you've not. I mean, you've got it, but you've not yeah. got it. At a time of recording, I've not got it. But by the time you're I've got it, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping I'll have it. <laughs> by the time, yeah, I'm, I'll probably bring it back round with my mask on a bit later today do a drop off yeah, drop off um bravo six going dark stuff, all that. bravo six bravo going six. dark going dark um i've also been playing i did actually manage to jump on because last night we were recording this on sunday so last yesterday was halloween no. and uh, i did a bit of the animal crossing stuff just because you know fear of missing out kind of thing yeah. so i jumped on uh, with my girlfriend we played some of the animal crossing uh spooky stuff it was kind of nice you know honestly it was really really nice to like even though I hadn't played since like the spring, like I literally go in and Isabel's like, Hey, oh, so new announcement. You can now swim in the ocean. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is from back in like June or July or something. This came out like, <laughs> if not even earlier. I'll admit. So I, I've, I've not touched my Animal Crossing since probably before then. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't feel punished for not jump joining on the on halloween itself because it was a halloween event mm. but i got like a bunch of items and just loads of stuff just for coming on on the day oh that's so good. i didn't i didn't feel left out at all so that was really nice oh, that's um, good because i mean i've always worried worried going back and being like oh i'm not gonna be able to pick up where i left off but it no. seems they fixed that because i know in previous animal crossings if you didn't keep up with it it would pretty much just punish you straight up 
yeah, definitely. But I didn't have that feeling at all, so that's nice. That's and, good. Um, yeah, like I said, I played Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a bit of Rogue Company, Ooh. played a bit of Elder Scrolls. And Ooh. actually, I played a lot of games because we were testing out Lawrence's uh, RTX 3070. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- we're going to talk in depth about that in our main topic today. That's one of our main topics. Yeah, um, but we're, so- we're, not, we're not just randomly flexing. No, we have a story to tell, and it's going to be oh, worth God. talking about. Get Holy, your, get your popcorn! The, I know there's a reason why I've got it, and he's not right now. Yeah. So we, we'll yeah. discuss. We'll discuss that in a little bit. Yeah, um, we we will. So <laughs> it's not been a boring week for games. I mean, it's, you know, release wise, it's not been too bad. Yeah, because the RTX did come out this week, and that is mm-hmm. kind of a big deal for PC gamers. And it's fine if you're not a uh, a PC gamer, you're, you're a console gamer. We're still gonna, you know, we'll we'll explain everything properly, so you can kind of get your head around what's going on in yeah. terms of the RTX stuff later in the main show. So stay tuned because it's gonna be it's, it's actually a pretty funny story. So, um, but we're gonna try something new now, aren't we, Lawrence? Are we? Well, we were gonna go into the news round. Yeah, the news roundup. But Ooh. before we go into the news roundup, uh-huh. we're going to go and try and go into the quickfire news roundup. Quickfire of, the, of some of the main headlines, and I believe you've got some headlines before we go into the main news okay. we want to get through. So I'm just right. going to I'm going to hit a button here, and then right. we're going to start the music, and you can just start rab- rattling some of them okay. off. Oof. Hang on, let me limber right. up. Are you ready? Are up. you prepared? Um, uh, okay, we don't ready. even have a name for it yet. It could go terribly. It could go terribly. All right, you, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So. Shadowlands pre-sales, the highest of any other World of Warcraft expansion yet. Amazing. I know, right? Uh, Everspace 2 gets delayed because of the cyberpunk delay. More delays. More delays. Uh, Hitman 3 requires the PlayStation 4 version to play on PlayStation VR, even (laughs) on PlayStation 5. (laughs) Oh my god, what the hell? Genshin Impact's Discord server is now the biggest server in the world. You can't even join it anymore. It's like 730,000 people in the Discord. It's, and it's you capped you out. You tried, it's didn't you? You tried. To I tried. It. Yeah, but that's the quickfire news roundup. Quickfire, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to we're gonna have to edit a bit of that, but it should be fine. It should be fine. We'll see you in the final that. edit. We, we thought it was worth just throwing some interesting bits in before we talk about some main news topics, so hopefully that's if good. If but it's now, good, we'll, we'll, we'll do more. Oh, yeah. But we need a name for it. So if you can come up with a good name for us, a gaming-related quickfire news round name. Quickfire uh, showdown. <laughs> send us a tweet or an Instagram DM uh, uh, at GetRealPod. You can let us know what you think yeah. we should call it. Um, now we're going to the news round, Lawrence. News round. Main, the main headlines this week. The first big one. What is uh, it? Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Would you want me to do it? I don't mind. Oh, okay. I'll do it. Okay, you do, you do it then. <laughs> you, you better do it, sunshine. <laughs> We're waiting. Okay. David Bowie, David Bowie. <laughs> uh, EA has been fined 10 million euros, Lawrence, oh over loot boxes as the Dutch court sides with gambling authorities. This is a callback to us talking about loot boxes and gambling in the last week's episode. We spoke in depth about it. We did. Um, we mentioned that the Netherlands do have uh, laws against loot boxes and gambling in video games. The KSA, which is the gambling uh, authority inside of uh, the Netherlands, they regulate mm-hmm. kind of uh, the, the game of chance in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, they informed developers in April of 2018 that it considered loot boxes violations of the Betting and Gambling Act, giving them eight weeks to make their games compliant to their new laws. Um, EA obviously didn't do anything about that. They mm-hmm. consider it not gambling, even though it is. And mm-hmm. um, they said that the EA fine was originally imposed last October, but EA had been contesting both the fine and the KSA's desire to reveal them to the public. Mm. So EA was arguing that basically the FIFA Ultimate Team packs um, don't violate um, any of their gambling laws. According to the judgment, so I'm just reading this straight from Game Industry Biz, um, EA argued that FIFA loot boxes would not count as gambling under the Betting and Gambling Act because FIFA Ultimate Team packs, quote, uh, brackets, loot boxes, don't offer items of value because they cannot be directly converted into money, that FIFA is inherently a game of skill rather than chance, 
and that mm-hmm. there's no specific evidence linking to the opening of Ultimate Team Packs to Gambling Addiction. Lawrence, what do you think about that? Um, I cannot... I cannot say the words I want to say on this podcast because I'll get into trouble. Brilliant. But okay. it's a lot of swear words. Let me put it this way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the KSA has has issued this fine. And I think EA have um, six weeks to uh, basically appeal the decision, which they uh-huh. obviously will, because uh-huh. as far as they're concerned, they have no morals and just want to make more money off of Ultimate Team, even though they know it's gambling. I mean, it's just the sheer arrogance of them to be like, no, we don't adhere to your laws. Yeah. No, and they think that they, they're bigger than the REA, and they are yeah. very big, and they are huge. And when it comes to sports games, they are, you know, at the top of the of the food chain. But Unfortunately, yes. But they had since, like, two years, they've had two years mm-hmm. to make adjustments so that they can still... Like, they've had two years to maybe even plan out another system yep. that would get through those laws. Like we were talking uh, last week about the fact that, you know, if if these laws are going to be put in place, you have to start, like, it's probably less expensive and will take less time to just create a new system that mm-hmm. you can implement worldwide yeah. as opposed to doing what some people have done, which is uh, some developers have... Um, replaced or removed those parts from their games entirely in certain countries Mm -hmm. i mean this is not just the netherlands which is looking at this the uk is looking at this the us is looking at this the the french and spanish are looking at this the germans are looking at this it's not just one country and the very fact that they say oh it's not linked to gambling addiction when there's straight up evidence of it linked to gambling addiction in the UK, which is shared to the other gambling authorities, mm-hmm. they're, they're backing themselves into a corner and they're going to end up in serious trouble. Yep, they're going to be in big boy trouble. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, other countries will get on board and support the KSA's decision because I do think mm-hmm. that the, if, if more companies, uh, more countries get together to help fight the loot box gambling side of video games together at the same time against EA potentially. Um, this this could lead to uh, the monetization of video games in the future as a whole, which would be very nice to see. Yeah, I think it would definitely make it more fairer in the consumer. And, and yeah. I, th- I think that's what needs to happen. I agree, yeah. Well, that's that one. So, Lawrence, yep. what's, uh, what's next on the news roundup oh, this week? no. Oh, is it not good news? It's not good news. Why do you always give me the not good news stuff? Uh, what? I didn't give you the not good <laughs> last, news. Last time I just had all the bad news. This time it's even more bad news. Sometimes I just want you to give me good news, Lawrence. Well, and, and today's not, not that day. It's neither good news or good news. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. Well, as we, we all know. Yeah. yeah. The CD Project Red co-CEO uh-huh. doesn't expect exactly inspire confidence for the new release date oh no what's he yeah. said who is it by um, the way adam adam kaczynski i think his name is yeah. apologies that. for butchered his name yeah um it was meant to arrive on the 19th of november the game but it's been pushed back to the 10th of december oh my god the 10th so, of december mm-hmm. so the team can focus on optimizing the current gen version of the game so xbox one and playstation 4 it's them console peasants holding us back again um, but they have said the PC version is done. It's complete. It's ready to ship. Yeah. But there were there, nine but, different platforms they've got yeah. to have the game ready for. And yeah. so it's, it's, it's insane. There, there, is cre- there is growing concern over how Cyberpunk will run on the PlayStation 4. Um, but a lot of people don't have faith in it. Obviously, this is like the fourth time that we've had a release date for this game. Mm. Uh, and speaking with the latest call with the shareholders, CD Projekt Red shareholders, uh, Adam said that they feel maybe not comfortable but confident in the new release date and that's okay. not kind of as a consumer or even a shareholder you want to hear yeah um and uh mikhail nowakowski the vice president of business development at cd project red um when asked if the game would definitely launch on the 10th of december uh, 10th of december he replied that's more or less what i'm saying i guess yes 
I guess, yes. Yeah. I guess so. Unless I have to do another port to the Nokia 3210. <laughs> and then, you know, because there's so many platforms, we might as well while we're here. I mean, we might, might as well add it to the Samsung fridge. Yeah, Sky- the Samsung Skyrim fridge. can do it. Or the we Xbox can do it. Se- the Xbox Series X fridge. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Xbox 360. Sod it. Let's put it in everything. Yeah, sod it. Let's put it everywhere. Have you got a PSP still? Yeah, <laughs> throw it on that. Throw it on that. Oh, Google PSP. Stadia, though. Oh, no. PSP oh, was no. legendary, though, to be oh, fair. Oh, you know where they should put it? They should put it on the Ouya. Do you remember the Ouya? Oh, my God, the Ouya. <laughs> I remember selling an Ouya in-game. Oh, oh my, my God. God, the Ouya. Uh, oh, well, my God. Yes, the, the very fact that they're saying this it is not exactly inspiring confidence. And there are. this is adding on news now. There have been notes of death threats to the developers, and that that is not good. It's just uh, shocking that. Stop that yeah, right now, if that's yeah, you. Stop. If, if, if you listen to the podcast and you've done it, please stop it's not their fault it happens all the time and i know everyone's excited but i just want to say very briefly about that that if you're somebody that's so inclined to do something like that you're clearly somebody who hasn't really been impacted as much as everyone else has about you know the covid this year you've not been in a situation where you can truly understand how this year has really messed with everything in in mm-hmm. everyone's lives and you just try to be a little bit more considerate it's like yeah. um, there was a quote that Miyamoto uh, said once. Uh, I'm going to pull it up because uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, mm-hmm. he's uh, obviously one of the key people in Nintendo. He's 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 absolutely massive. You probably already know who he is. He said um, back in 2012, a delayed mm. game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. And you need to just consider that when you're thinking about a, a company or a studio, especially this year, this time of year, they're all working from home. They've had to move out of their offices and take their computers home and, and coordinate an entire team of people together at home, putting this game together on nine different platforms so that you can have a good Christmas if, it's, if it means that much to you. So just it's, bear it's that like, in mind. It's, it's not only that, but they're also in crunch time. Like They're working Saturdays. They're working like so many hours a week to get this game done yeah. in 2020 hour weeks i think I, I heard a report someone said yeah. someone's that one of the people have been reported to do 100 hour weeks on this game i mean they're so passionate and you can tell from what they're showing off and they really want this game out but they want it in the best quality and i i do hope it comes out 2020 yeah and obviously on the flip side of all this the people that are encouraging devs and saying it's okay you do you keep going you know they need it yeah. they need this support you know go 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 you know it's it's great it's yeah and it will be worth it it will yeah. be don't worry about it it'll be fine you'll it'll be, be fine. fine we'll be all good we'll okay. be gucci well we've we've kind of stepped on that toe a that's bit. our that's our rant over thanks for coming yeah. to my ted talk thank you and see you next week see, um, see you next week. we will uh be discussing potatoes and Ooh, like why potatoes. you can draw power from the starch. Right, goodbye. It, it's goodbye. true, you can draw power from the starch. <laughs> goodbye, see you next week. He's gone. He's, oh well, I better, go, I better go on to the next segment then. Oh, There's dear. more news. There's more news. I better come back then. We're not even done the main topic yet. Oh, you're right. Right, well, I'll right. stay then. I'll stay a bit longer. Well, good. Well, for that, you can do the next se- news segment. Okay, I suppose we better had. Okay, so Call of Duty, we're talking about Call again. of Duty again. Honestly, yeah, we're not a Call of Duty it. podcast. So the uh, this is coming from Express, which is not a place we would normally get right? news like this from. Uh, but basically, uh, it's the news is that Cold War, the new Black Ops uh, Call of Duty game, um, it's not delayed. However, uh, fans are going to struggle potentially to play it at launch because of the PC specifications and mm-hmm. the storage requirements. So I'm just going to go through here. Um, If you are somebody who has picked up an RTX card to get the most out of Cold War as it is, whereas Warzone is kind of RTX compatible, uh, Cold War is very much so built with RTX in mind. Yeah, Um, They're saying here, if you really want to push the boat out with ultra RTX specs, you're going to need about 250 gigabytes of storage space on launch. Oh my God. Um, very, very minimum specs for just multiplayer, not Warzone, 50 gigabytes. I mean, that's 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 not too bad. Yeah, but that's just multiplayer. A staggering yeah. 175 gigabytes for all game modes combined. That's that's across the board, is that? Yep. So that's your that's Oof. your that's your campaign, your multiplayer, your zombies, 
uh, your Warzone, and uh, unless you're on PS5, uh, that or PS4, that probably doesn't include Onslaught. Um, but there you go. Ooh. So yeah, uh, well, 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 let me just check how much it is now. Like Modern Warfare is now without the campaign. Yeah. it's 164 gigabytes without the campaign. PC, without the campaign. So, so they've not done a terrible job of doing 175 gig for all game modes combined at the very, very minimum specs. But yeah. you're not quite at minimum specs anyway, are you? No, I'm on more the recommended and the competitive spec. Um, so it's going to be... It's it's going to be seven, uh, 1,750. Not 700. Yeah, yeah one, but, not 1,000. What am I on about? 1,750. Oh my god, the biggest game in the world. Uh, Breaking news. It's 1.7 terabytes. You're going to need an elephant uh, to bring you a suitcase uh, of hard drives. For this this game. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Um, It's 175 gigabytes of hard drive space. Interestingly, though, apparently a developer, Beanox, who worked closely with Treyarch. um, Oh, yeah. They are bringing, it says it's going to be over 200 individual settings to fine-tune on the PC version of Cold War. From key bindings and the ability to play on controller to graphics, audio, interface sliders and toggles. So it's going to be, it sounds like, whereas when we used to have uh, Black Ops and things like Mm -hmm. that, you know, the older Call of Duty games, they were just ported from the console to the PC. This time, at Mm -hmm. least, we know for a fact that they have got PC in mind and they're doing a lot more for PC players uh, in particular. Yeah. It's also going to have NVIDIA DLSS, which is the NVIDIA Deep Learning Super Sampling and Reflex uh-huh. technology, um, as well as ultra-wide and multi-monitor support. So that's... That's, that's pretty damn good. It's quite interesting. However, you yes. know, it's just 200 gigabytes is a lot. Yeah. 250 gigabytes is a lot. Yeah. But well, that, that, that's that's like the RTX 3080 and 3090. That's that's like that's if if you have that, you should have enough space. <laughs> yeah, we, we did have the um, the PC specs uh, released. I think was it in the last week or yeah, something I think, like that. Yeah. I think it was quite recently. And um, so you can go and check those out for yourselves mm-hmm. if you want to see what's recommended with ray tracing or without. Um, but essentially, I, I think it's more a story of how multiple companies have worked on this game in individual parts. And so it's mm-hmm. it seems almost impossible to be able to compress and consolidate all the different pieces of the game together without yeah. creating such a huge yeah. file size. It's going to be massive because th- there's at least six companies worked on this game. I did read, not in this article, but then on another article, um, that the game will have... Uh, you remember at, at, near the end of Modern Warfare's life cycle on PC, this this was already on the Xbox and I think PlayStation, where you could pick and choose what you install. Yeah, that's going to be at launch on everything, so that that's good news. Yeah, so I think that really you're going to be able to pick what it is you install, but if you do want to install like the whole shebang on RTX, you're going to need to get 250 gigabytes of space, and it and you know please at least let it be on an SSD. Um, oh, oh geez. Honestly. So, yeah. so that's the news wrapped up for this week. That's Wow. That was a hefty chunk of news. That was a hefty chunk of news. I need to lie down now. Yeah. So our first main topic this week. Lawrence, you were playing, we spoke earlier, you played Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. Watch Dogs Legion. And uh, we thought mm-hmm. that it would be good for you to talk to us about it. How many hours have you put into it now? Um, I can check exactly how many hours if you want me to. Uh, but I, I, I think I played about twelve, fifteen hours into the game now. Okay. And how far do you think you are, considering you you played that much? Nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere near. near. Absolutely nowhere near. On. Um, it's very hard to tell, mainly because the story is very integrated. So it's not like split up into chapters. There's no like rest period in between quests. It's just like this is the story. Do it as you wish. Okay. So tell us a bit about the game because there's people who maybe haven't played the other Watch Dogs and so really know about it. Okay. Um, Give us a breakdown of Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is a franchise where it's based on uh, hacking. As in like the kind of movie hacking where you see someone pull out a phone, they press a button and this thing happens. Oh, uh, yeah. This, yeah, this is the third in the, in the franchise. 
uh, Watch Dogs 1, Watch Dogs 2, and then there's Watch Dogs Legion. In Watch Dogs Legion, it's based in a post-Brexit London. Uh, it's quite specifically post-Brexit. Very, It is very specific post-Brexit London. It sounds like we're getting a bit closer home already here. Yeah. Um, there were... The, the, well, I could tell you the game starts because it's literally the beginning. You're not, you're not going to miss anything, and it's in, it's in the mm-hmm. blur. Um, no spoilers. Is, no spoilers. There is a terror attack on London, uh, the Houses of Parliament. Yeah. Uh, and DeadSec, which is the good guys, the good hackers. Uh, oh, yeah. They are getting blamed by this other hacker group called Zero Day. Yeah. Uh, and you play as this agent called Agent Dalton uh, from MI5. Uh, who's part of DeadSec, and you know he he goes around and wow. you know deactivates the bomb and all this jazz. Um, but as you're deactivating the bomb, your HQ is getting attacked, so all your other DeadSec members can't help you out. Wow! So you're kind of stranded. Yeah, and the you've got this AI with you. Uh, called, as, think, as you do, as you uh, do. if you if you're an MI5 agent. Yeah, yeah, I think it's called Bradley or Bradley or something like that. Um, is it called MAI5? No, I wish, but no. Uh, but he's like uh, Dalton something's happening and he checks the laptop and there's more bombs in other segments of the city and he's like we, you know, we, how do we how do we stop this so you go up on the roof yeah. and then you manage to stop the satellite thing from transmitting um, but then the bad guy appears and he's like ah you're too late and then he kills Dalton and things explode okay I, I'll probably cut a little bit of the end of that there, because we were do. getting into, into into spoiler territories. Well, well, that's the setup of the game. You can see that on the website. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, maybe then. In which case, it's, it's in the story wow. trailer. <laughs> that's, what a what an intro! Yeah, and the whole point of the game is you basically build DeadSec back up from the ground up. You can uh, basically go around and recruit any characters you see on the street. Every single character's got a stat. And you can go and recruit them, depending if you like them or not. And you can either recruit like the bad guys' guards if you manage to go through like their schedule enough and convince people that know them. It, wow. It's very in depth and it's very good. Do you think that um, you're kind of more into it because it's more close to home than usual? Because when when we play games like GTA Five or something, we don't really have like the we don't live in the area we don't we haven't yeah. maybe even not visited there so we don't really know what we'll what we're ex- to expect really but mm. when it comes to something like for us uh in london where we're, we're kind of like we we know london so vaguely it's very <laughs> close to home yeah uh, for me for me it is because i because i've been there a few times so yeah for me i kind of would know exactly where i was and what i was looking at in some places well it's got so, Lon- like london's got english mannerisms british mannerisms but it is nice to be able to drive on the proper side of the road for once. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so controversial. I'm a la- a... that's my thing. I am the controversial <laughs> idiot. I know, and I'm the I'm the peacekeeper. You are. The, we're good cop, bad cop. You're Obi-Wan, I'm Anakin. <laughs> okay, well please don't Okay, well <laughs> I've kind of lost for words now because you've thrown me off guard here being so controversial about different sides of the road to drive on. I suppose it does have that kind of, you know, because it's more close to the home, it's got a bit more of an impact and it is a lot more fun. But I just think the gameplay systems, the story, like, because it's it's a rebuild story. It's, you know, a revenge story, as it were. Because I've not finished it yet. I've not finished the story, so I have no idea how it's going to go. And it is a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. And I think it's better than the first and second Watch Dogs because the first was very serious. The second yeah. was very wacky. This has mm-hmm. got a combination of the two. It's wacky at times, but also serious. Yeah, I played the first one, uh, but I didn't uh, play the second one at all just because it looked like a joke. Yeah. Um, it, 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 the second one felt very meme Yeah, you know, into the memes. Um, but yeah. the th- like this this one, is it, it's, it's good. It's a lot of fun. I recommend it for anyone to play uh, if you like that kind of almost GTA style kind of stuff. And or if you okay. ever wanted to visit London because it's very, very almost to scale of London. So it's post Brexit, but is it futuristic in any sort of way, or is it? It is. It is very futuristic. Um, there's holograms and stuff, and London's being controlled by this private military group called Albion. 
Okay, um, but it's not it's not cyber futureish. No, it's 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 not cyberpunk. It's more of um, kind of futuristic sci-fi stuff so it's still london like modern day london but yeah. there's like holograms uh in certain places and you know there's, there's the billboards and still the stuff that animate mm. and things like that so but so potentially you know a couple hundred years as opposed to like a thousand years in the retro future it's it's more of like the next 20 40 years rather than Hundred okay. years uh, okay. in terms of like hologram technology and stuff like that. It's it's not mm-hmm. it's it's not Star Wars technology, but it's you know it's it's enough to kind of let you know this isn't realistic London. Okay, yeah, but and, it's and still we, London. Yeah, and I think I think for me, I would probably enjoy it more just because it would be familiar. I'd be interested to know what other people from outside of the of England, yeah, or the UK would 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 think about that. But there's a lot of positives. But do you have any like gripes? Are there anything that you're not so keen on? Or um, let me let me think now. Uh, negatives. Um, yes. Well, you're on the spot now. There, 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 I what do, have, do you hate about negatives. it, Lawrence? Tell us. <laughs> I do a few negatives. Give us the tea. Give us the This is a negative which has just been on Ubisoft games in general, like the Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and Breakpoint. The vehicles feel really plasticky especially um, the bikes so you know on a bike when you want to turn you lean in this yeah. you do not lean oh. you just turn it, it, it feels oh weird the, the cars feel weird um just like in terms of it's hard to explain without playing it it just feels like something's not right who developed uh watchdogs i don't remember um, who ubisoft toronto uh, uh yeah ubisoft toronto so that's mm. like a ubisoft specific team yeah, they they did Watch Dogs too. They did they did Far Cry Five, which is surprising because Far Cry 5's, like vehicles were really good. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. That's why I wanted to find out who it was because yeah. we needed to be able to compare it. They also did obviously Watch Dogs two, Watch Dogs one, I guess. There um, is there is another gripe I've had. Oh yeah, you can't switch the camera from over the shoulder when you're aiming down sights. At least I don't think so. I've not found the button for it because I I played on a on a controller. Yeah, because it just felt more so natural. It, is it biased to one side? Yes. Yes. Mm. It's like it's one of those automatic cameras where it tries to guess where you want to look at. And it, uh. it, it, I, I, I mean, this could just be my man, my my, pref- my preference. You know, I would like the option to be there that I could manually switch over shoulders. Uh, okay. So, what else is there to say about Watch Dogs Legion then? What's because um, um, you're not that far in, but you were mm. expecting. Like, can you see? Like as you've been playing it, has it become like how are the quests getting a bit samey, or how how does it kind of play out over time in terms of questing and campaign wise, and mm. how much variety has there been so far in the game for you? In terms of like open world stuff, it is you know it's, it's the same variety kind of thing, which is you know kill every IP, disrupt this thing, find this certain item. You have to do that to unlock the district. So you can recruit people. So it's that old Ubisoft kind of thing. Yeah. Um, That's usually my worry when it comes to open world games is, you know, if you're trying to do a whole story, there's only going to be so much in the open world that is going to vary every, and and eventually it's going to be the same old, same old, you know, there is a twist. Fetchy fetchy quest stuff with campaign storyline bit mixed in. Mm. I mean, like I said, there is a twist where in the recruitment, the recruitment starts on quest and each quest is different. So mm-hmm. you could be like either helping someone get free or you could be having to take out a target or you'll have to you know, do a certain thing for the certain person. And sometimes it's not just one quest, it's two quests. Like I remember one quest for a, you know, to unlock a medic. She'd been hacking into the host, into the NHS, and they they call it the NHS, which was bizarre <laughs> to me. Yeah, uh, she's been hacking the NHS because of a certain gang has been using it to steal um, organs. Wow. And you have to <laughs> go is, in. Yeah, you, you, have, nuts. you have to go to the NHS. You've got to hack it in, and then you've got to find like an ambulance which they stole, and then you've got to steal it back and put it <laughs> in a car park and notify the NHS, and that's that how you good. unlock her. That sounds so, like fun. So it it is so got all those like little moments and details in it, and there's all you know there's mini games and stuff like that. So you can play darts, or you can like keep your uppies with a football. You can yeah. go get drunk at a pub. You know, it, 
But you don't see the quest. Good. You don't see the quest becoming too repetitive then. No, no. I, For no. an open world, I think they've, they've definitely improved on that aspect. Yeah. Um, it is very GTA like, but they've almost improved the formula in some way. Yeah, because like, made that, it very personal. They do need to keep doing those kind of improvements because it, it became one of the reasons why I stopped playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, because it was always the same. Like, climb the uh, tower, go here. Do this, follow this person, assassinate yeah. this person, just yeah. listen into conversations and the story kind of unfolded itself after that. It was kind of just running around watching the game play itself a little bit. Yeah. And when it comes to things like GTA five and stuff, that's a great example of of an open world with a lot to do and the missions are always kind of take you out of the open world side of it a bit. And that's that, kind yeah. of what I that's was what, hoping you'd That's what Legion does do. Um and I mean, I'm playing it. You can play it with this setting called Iron Man mode, where if your character dies, because obviously you build up a squad, you build up a whole team. If your character dies, you lose that character. So you become, you have this XCOM like feeling of, I need to keep this character alive. I like this character. This is my favorite character. I need to run now, otherwise I'm going to die. <laughs> but you can play without that. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You completely turn that off. Um, yeah. But it it makes the recruitment a bit more better in my opinion because it's like i think so you know it just adds that extra depth where and realism you know if this person's gonna die they die yeah and it, <laughs> it makes you play a bit less recklessly and more yeah. skillfully which in a game about hacking things and being stealthy almost and and all the time stealing ambulances and stuff sounds mm-hmm. like that's kind of what you what should be the default mode yeah you, you've also got like skills as well which you can level up and get use different equipments and different loadouts on different characters and the, they come equipped with their own things so like a uh content creator like a youtube content creator will have their own car which you can't buy like you can't buy cars no you, you've got to steal them um or right. have a character that has like their own vehicle mm-hmm. uh, a beekeeper has cyber bees which you can use um you can recruit a granny who's got a taser and no one will question her <laughs> oh you know, my you, god you've got a paramedic who's got like an ambulance service and they can you know they can sneak into the hospitals and that's another thing a lot of like say work people they've got disguises so if you want to sneak into this place that's a work site uh... you use the person that you've recruited who's a workman and no one will question it unless you get close enough to the albion guards and then they'll notice you such a shame that like watchdogs has this like stigma now yeah because this this the more you talk about this the more it sounds like a good game it is a very it's, it's good almost game. as if watchdogs legions it's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. <laughs> so I'm glad. We're, I'm glad that we that that we've got an experience of that. Yeah. And are you Are you planning to play this on your new graphics card? Definitely, because it's it's inc- because with the RTX 3070 Founders Edition, you get Watchdog Legion with it. Oh, so it's okay. Built with it in mind. So it's so it's got RTX in mind. Mm-hmm. And is is the RTX features? Are they going to be on next gen? Uh, I believe so. I'm not entirely sure. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? I hope so, yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, you'd hope so. So the next-gen systems, right? Yeah. um, They're obviously going to have RTX capabilities. Mm -hmm. But if you're not a console gamer and you have PC, you are Mm -hmm. doing what you've done, which is picking up a new RTX card. Yes, which which is very difficult to do. Yeah, so that's like ray tracing. The RTX refers to uh, ray tracing technology, which allows more realistic, softer shadows and reflections mm-hmm. and a lot of dynamic lighting. Um, and that technology is, is re- you require um, the a- actual physical hardware inside of your graphics card yeah. in order to do those actions because it requires certain certain amount of power and, and bits and bobs. If yeah. I could explain it better, I would. In, um, in, in layman's terms, it needs specific hardware for it to to pull off basically yeah and uh so obviously that's why most people who are console gamers are, are, are looking to pick up the new consoles mm-hmm. but if you're a pc gamer um nvidia this week launched the new rtx 3070 graphics card mm-hmm. and that is what um what you've ended up with lawrence i have uh, yes thank, thanks a very kind gentleman i have yes yep uh so Lawrence, do you want to just... Well, should we talk about the card before we tell them the story? Or should we talk, tell them the story and then talk about the card? I don't mind either way. Let's I'm tell gonna, them the story. I'm going to look like an idiot either way, so, you know. No, you won't. It'll be fine. You start, you start us off. What okay. happened on, on the journey to re- acquiring a, an NVIDIA 3070 this week, Lawrence? 
Okay, I need. I'm gonna need some classical music behind me while I say this. Is that okay? Well, I get my pipe and, and uh, monocle. Okay, <laughs> sure. I'll do my best. Can't make any promises. <laughs> so it was the Thursday of the 29th, 2020, <laughs> and. I stayed up till midnight because I was thinking, you know, the RTX is going to release on midnight. Yeah. I got an email at one in the morning. We're releasing at one in the afternoon. Oh, uh, no. Context. The 3018 3090 was released a month ago and they had a lot of shopping issues. Like a lot of people couldn't get them because obviously a lot of people were going on the website. So... Mm. Uh, it gets around about 1pm, I'm refreshing, like, my life depends on it, mm-hmm. and then it comes by now. I was like, oh, great. So I click on by now, so I click on it, I'm like, oh, oh great, you know, I can buy it. Why is it not loading? <laughs> Load. <laughs> Load. This goes for, like, 10 minutes. No joke, 10 minutes loading. And then it gets to the store page, and I click, oh, it says, oh, it's, it's available. And I click add to basket. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I clicked Dead again. Dead on arrival. Nothing. I refreshed the page. The website went down. (laughs) This back and forth was happening for a good, you know, 20 minutes. I finally managed to add it to the basket. And I was like, yes, I've got one on the basket. Click on basket. Once again, the website goes down. Right, okay, fine. Refresh, 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 refresh. I finally get into my basket. It's there. I can see it there. I hit checkout. In my basket, it's there. One, quantity, one. I hit (laughs) checkout. I click, put in all my details. Click continue. And the site goes down and pushes me back to the store page with nothing uh, in my basket, nothing in my basket, and it's sold out. I cannot believe that happened. And if if you don't live or have any idea about the PC world of, of gaming, like this graphics card launch was a huge launch because of the price. Um, the, the 3070 yeah. is kind of matched as like... The 2080 Ti. It's... Almost as good as a, 20, a 2080 Ti, which um retails for about 1200 pounds mm-hmm. and this card the founders edition is 469 so it's almost you know th- three times the price for almost the same performance if you want uh you know the- and as as a personal note this is the first time i've ever tried to get something pc component on day one and the news was it was chaos you 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 texted me and mm-hmm. i was like right i'm going to have a look as well and i'm and i'm looking at like there's literally like news article pages that are live updating like boris johnson is just about to say something about <laughs> lockdown and 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 it's literally like live update this website's now out of stock this website just got some in two minutes later it's now reported it's out of stock here here and here but you might still be able to like it was literally as if the formula one was doing like world championships and it was a, it was a live updates and what yeah. was happening moments like to the, moments on pages, all the websites these pages were trying to help everyone just get this card because it's like Either they lost out on the 3090 or they lost out on the 3080 or they lost out on the 3070. And it, like these things are gold dust, literal yeah. gold dust. Yes. So what happened then? You couldn't, you, it was stuck in your basket. Everywhere was yeah. sold out. Mm-hmm. You tried you, to contact the store? I tried to contact the store, my phone. The phones were down. There was no <laughs> way of getting contact in the store. And, and you live pretty close to, you know, a little This quite store a, in particular, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was, because me and Lawrence have both worked in game uh, retail. We know what it's like. <laughs> yes, I was there for the release of the Xbox uh, One. I was there for the release of the PS4 and some of the DSs. So I know what, what it's like to get stock pre-ordered and, and have stock. And I just thought, if I live close enough to the store, there's a very high chance. Well, not high chance, but there's a chance that the store itself is not, is going to have potential free stock which mm-hmm. means they'll have some in the store to sell so i said to lawrence okay look i'm just gonna get in the car because it's only like 15 minute drive from me i'm mm-hmm. just gonna go find out what's going on i expected to show up and there'd be like a queue outside you know it was em- it was almost empty the store i mean like, i, w- I, w- I, just- I want to point at this point i was on mental like so close to breaking down and crying yeah you were so upset i just thought i can't li- i can't have him hanging like this this is what this is what we do the podcast for this is yeah. it so this i thought is, this, right, this, great, is, be- this is best friend forever moment here so yeah i walked up to the counter at the store and nobody was there there's like one or two customers there i yeah. just walk up to the guy and i'm like 
30 70s what what have we got turns to his colleague he goes are we are we doing the free stock stuff on the 37 yeah oh yeah i think so maybe we are oh okay i'll go check he goes i'll just go check in the back he comes i'm I'm here texting lawrence go so far doesn't sound too too bad they've not been told no so i'm I'm there saying they're not gonna have any in stock this it's not gonna happen no but i've been wrong Um, before yeah, so then he comes back out and he goes on the website, which apparently is working for him. So that's great. And um, <laughs> he he gets up four web pages of four different versions of the graphics card. And mm-hmm. these are all third party ones. So it's not the founder's edition because the founder's edition, apparently they weren't getting any of those to sell in store. Mm-hmm. But they had free stock of four different third-party versions and he said mm-hmm. okay this is what we've got now price wise they started at 509 and went up to like 589 or something so depending on kind of the the, the clock count of the of the graphics card and stuff yeah so then it was just kind of like a right well i'm just gonna take a picture of this and then send it to lawrence and <laughs> find out what he wants <laughs> so we did that and um you ended up going with a, a zotac didn't yeah, you yeah because not, not the zotac. lowest one no, but, but it, was something with, it has slightly higher clock speed than the founder's edition. For, for layman's terms, clock speed is basically how fast it, like the graphics card will run under pressure. Um, yeah, it's like processing power. Yeah, um, for people that don't, you know, not really computer techie. I've I've just so, taken a look actually yeah. at these these third parties. They're still on pre-order. <laughs> yeah, in the store, <laughs> it, uh, in the store on the website, the guy was showing me. It, they were all there as like, you know, these are the ones we've got. They all said pre-order. So the news articles still say the 3070 sold out here, sold out there. It's sold out everywhere. We're waiting to see what's it. <laughs> but if you go to a local store that might sell it, you might get lucky. So if you're listening to this and you do want a 3070, go to your local hardware, like computer store that might sell graphics cards and just find out because... um you know, if it's somewhere that you can buy it online and they're sold out, there's possibility mm. that they have it free stock and nobody knows about it right now. Yeah. Um, it did feel very weird that yeah. I left the store with a graphics card, a 3070, that wasn't mine. <laughs> so that was a bit weird because I was like, am I going to get myself one? Should I buy one? As well? I, was like, I don't know. I, can't. I, mean, I can, I can I- get one, but... After this weekend, uh, because it's 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 still at your place, I, I think I definitely think you're convinced of getting one at at some point. Yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent. So the thirty seventy is kind of pitched as the fourteen forty p resolution king now, the new king for fourteen forty p gamers. And I am a fourteen forty p gamer. I I I'm my work yet. my main screen is a fourteen forty p because I also do other work on it. So I like mm-hmm. I need the real estate. So. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I well, I went to go drop it off at Lawrence's. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm sure go. you're wondering why why I have it still here, Lawrence, because I didn't just take it home and open the box for you, did I? No, no, no. I took it to your house, didn't I, Lawrence? I drove yeah. all the way to you and, and did a drop off, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then what happened? It didn't work. It didn't work, did it? <laughs> And I thought the card, I thought, look, in my defense, I did everything I thought I could do. I looked online, I, you know, upgraded my motherboard software, I updated Windows, I sat through Windows Update for two hours. That's dedication, yo. (laughs) That is. You went on to a Zotac, like, live chat or something. Yeah, I went to the live chat, I emailed them, I did everything I could, because I thought, this thing is dead. It's RMA'd on delivery, and I was gutted. Yeah, and they were convinced based on what you were saying it was also made. So I was thinking, oh, Christ. So I've got to go and pick up the card, take it back to the store, get a replacement if they actually still have any, because we don't know if they're sold out free stock now or not, and then go deliver it back to to Lawrence. And um, so I said, okay, well, look, I'll come pick it up and I'll test it, because if it doesn't work in two machines, it definitely doesn't work. Uh-huh. And then if it doesn't work, then at least then I can go and take it back because I'm not far from the store. Yeah. So uh, so I took it back and I did the same things as Lawrence. We sat on Discord and I did the Windows updates, did the, tried to install the drivers manually. We plugged it in and we 
put in the power the way that we thought we were putting in the power with adapters with adapters because it came with the with adapters to put power into the into the card and so it lit up so the card was lit up fine and everything it it just wasn't it just wasn't showing up on windows nothing was working Hmm. and so i was almost ready to give up and i just thought you know I'll just try and do it without the power adapters. Because the thing is, is the, the graphics card is is actually really small. It's much smaller than my 1070 Ti. It's smaller uh, than my 1060. Power, yeah, for the power, it's ridiculous how small this card is. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the sockets for the power is recessed kind of into the card. They've put it in a bit of an awkward position. Yeah. Um, so it's very finicky to get in. So you use the adapters. So anyway, I plugged it in without the adapters. I finally got the eight pin sockets in. Uh, you need two eight pin power connectors for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it worked. So, so the graphics card was fine. It just didn't, it needed connecting directly to power and not using the adapters that was provided with the graphics card. Mm -hmm. Funnily enough. So it's not entirely Lawrence's fault. I was fooled. I was fooled. However, see adapters. however, that's not <laughs> the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, Lauren? It's not the end of the story. No. So I thought, oh, great, I need a new power supply because my, my power supply is pretty old. Like, I've got this power supply like four or five years ago, but there's no way that it's going to have an 8-pin adapter to it. And then I looked at it. Mm-hmm. And then I pulled out the actual power cables from the underside of my case. And then I put the six pin, the spare six pin, and this little dingly two pin together. What and six plus it, two, Lawrence? It, uh, it's power. That's what it is. It's, it's power. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> this is like one in the morning and I was like, ah. Well, I've only got one, so that... Tr- wait, what's this? Oh. Oh, no. And I'm sat there, I'm sat there on Discord with it and I'm like, Lawrence, it's an hour drive. (laughs) I came and picked up the card. I felt so guilty. I still feel very guilty, (laughs) not going to lie. Well, look, it's a good ending because you are able to run it Uh without needing anything extra because you were going to spend 80 quid on a new power supply or something. Uh Yeah. And also, I got to play with an RTX 3070 all weekend. Yeah, you, you got first-hand experience. And I did. Now now we told them all the stories. The moral of the story is check your power cable and get, you know, get a best friend like I've got here. <laughs> but that's what the podcast is all about. It's about yeah. the fun and the love of gaming. And we do these things just because we can. We you can, know, sometimes yeah. we just can. And it's nice to I do nice things. I would like to know, before we wrap up, I would like to know what you thought of it. Yeah, I was very surprised at just the sheer smoothness of gaming on this card. I have a uh, 1440p monitor, but uh-huh. it but it only is supposed to run at 60 hertz. Um, it's not a fancy one. Um, however, it is overclockable to 70. So I actually overclock my monitor to 70 because it, it is actually a lot smoother for me than it is 60. I do yeah. want to get the most out of the frame rates when I can. And it does make a difference. Yeah. Um, until I can upgrade to, you know, some 120, 144 or something. But um, yeah, so I was able to run a hard cap on my uh, computer. I usually run an, uh, one outside of games, just kind of like a, in the NVIDIA display control center. I have like a 70 FPS custom frame rate cap um, mm-hmm. just so that it matches the the frame rate of my monitor without needing V-Sync. Uh, so, so it's nice because I don't have to ever ever run V-Sync. Um, I can I can just run uh, the hard cap in Warzone. Uh, the thirty seventy with RTX on at fourteen forty p was chewing quite nicely at max settings on my monitor. And there was a few parts. Obviously, there is a few uh, frame rate drops here and there. Mm-hmm. Warzone is a bit of a clunky game, not super optimized, but it was looking amazing on ultra set. Like literally everything balls to the wall, maxed out. Yeah, looked. You know, I was very happily, smoothly running, uh, running at seventy. And I believe that if I didn't have the cap on, uh, we did try it a couple of times. We were getting one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't really consistent, was it? It wasn't consistent, but that's kind of the nature of, I guess, Uncapped. Warzone's optimization as well as as a whole. And yeah, 
and this is with this is with ultra this is like everything this is like the maxed max settings i had mm-hmm. ray tracing on shadows kicking kicking balls to the wall i had just everything going i was like let's see what this thing can do and we were we were going up to 120 130 and mm-hmm. never going below you know 40 or something and i think we did we actually did uh, some benchmarks didn't we we did a couple of benchmarks yeah, we did. uh there's um, also um the broadcast app we tested that one out as well Oh yeah, because it's got RTX. The RTX side of things has got a special, um, special the new NVIDIA broadcast technology where it can do uh, real time noise suppression and things like that. Let me just tell you the score here. We did a Unigen Heaven benchmark. Um, we did um, ultra like everything balls to the wall settings at fourteen forty p. For these, for the people who. Uh, understand the heaven benchmark fps average was 88.7 the score was 2234 max fps we hit was 191.2 and, and in layman in layman terms what what does that mean for people that aren't really you know techie or anything like that um so the benchmark basically runs um a game engine uh test uh where it will show you a bunch of scenes in 3d and then you adjust the settings to kind of push the graphics card to its limit and then the benchmark will run and capture all the data points of how the graphics card performed and then give you a readout and a score that you can compare to other graphics cards in kind of like a you know this is the level of this graphics card it's kind of like a, a way to score how good it is in real life situations real world situations situations yeah so, so what, what what do you think like in this, in this score like is that good is it bad is it ugly I think it's very good considering we had tessellation on extreme quality high, everything uh, eight times AA and you know full yeah. screen. It was it wasn't even DirectX twelve. It was DirectX uh, eleven. So there was no ray tracing. I don't think uh, running. But just when I'm talking about Warzone, you know, hitting frame rates of 120, 130 FPS uh-huh. on a 1440p display. And we're discussing it with ray tracing on. Like, this is an unoptimized, like, game that's that's got RTX plugged into it. Yeah. It's not even designed for RTX necessarily. And it was still pulling off a frame rate of that in certain situations where it wasn't looking too crazy. That's nuts. If you turn that, that, ray tracing off and just turned one or two shadow settings down here or there, you're going to be like... you. If you are somebody that games on a 120 to 144 hertz display at 1440p, you're going to be laughing, you know, and and that's just how good this card is for the price. The mm-hmm. price performance is insane. I tested it on other games as well. I played some Fortnite. I played Elder Scrolls Online. I played a bit of Hades on it just for fun. It just it just kicks ass everywhere. <laughs> um, in order to get a comparable result on my 1070 Ti that I could see in Warzone without it um, chunking frames so much. I had to I had to set all of the, the shadow uh, map resolution down to lowest. I had to, to cut the anti-aliasing down slightly. You know, I had to uh, change the particle lighting. And, mm-hmm. and only then was I able to kind of hit 70 inconsistently and then I'd be hitting 50 to 60 the rest of the time, sometimes dipping to 40 and getting weird frame rate jumps. Um, mm. And that's with the 1070 Ti. So if you're able to, in your mind, just kind of imagine uh, the, the leap in power there uh, between that and that card itself was even, when it came out, was just about half the price, I reckon, Yeah. Um, yeah. than, than, the, than the, the RTX 3070. And it's bigger. It's, it's a huge card. The 3070 is nuts. If you're able to find one and you are looking to upgrade as if you were getting a next-gen console, but you're a PC gamer and you're just trying to get a new graphics card, the 3070 is where you should be putting your money right now. That's it. We're, That's we're, the news. We're, we're not massive enthusiasts in terms of like PC building. You know, We don't do custom rigs. Well, we, we do custom rigs, but we're not massive into it. Uh, mm. we, we are casual gamers. And this, I think the 3070 is perfect for people that just, you know, they want the quality, but they also want the performance. I would say absolutely the the thirty seventy. If you're if you're a fourteen forty p gamer, especially, you can expect this to deliver the frame rates you want between you know up to one twenty with RTX on in some situations and with RTX off 
absolutely with a couple of, of tweaks you'll be hitting the frames that you're expecting and you'll be very happy with how good it looks well that sounds like a glowing review to me it absolutely is firsthand and and next week you'll be able to tell us what you think of it a little bit because it's i'll be dropping terrible. It you'll be like, rubbish i'm taking rubbish. it back and i'll i'll say yeah. it's all right i'll just buy it off you okay I'll okay. get a 3080. Yeah. So that's something that if I'm going to do, I'm going to need a 1440p 120 to 144 hertz monitor. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not just a graphics card upgrade for me. Just like if you're buying a next-gen console, um, you, you're going to be buying something that you're going to have to future-proof yourself eventually yeah. with a new screen anyway if you don't already have a 4K 120 hertz display. Um, speaking of that, by the way, Lawrence, yes, uh, we'll like to uh, let the listeners know before we wrap up today that we will be doing a bonus episode. It's true. Yeah. So coming up next week on the Monday or Tuesday, we'll be hosting a quick bonus episode leading up to the launch of the new next gen systems. So uh-huh. you're going to get a bonus episode in the next week. So that's nice. That is nice. Um, and we're very excited to see the next gen systems. We, we we're are. not. Neither of us are getting any launch consoles but we will be on top of all the news yeah and uh, we'll be give you give you all of the insights and just see how everyone reacts to to mm-hmm. what's going on hopefully I after mean, that it was either for me it was either playstation 5 or a new pc rig and we can all guess where i went <laughs> yeah i mean you know that's that's the thing is you know this for pc gamers the 3070 is like the next gen console yes definitely. that's the same similar price you're getting a massive upgrade. And that is such a nice play for NVIDIA, I think, for the end of the year. It's just a shame that they've had so many issues with the stock yeah. and, and getting cards to people. And but the hopefully, thing is, their, their, their main competitor is, has announced the the big boys, the big guns. Yeah, the they're, big they're, gun, they're AMD. In, yeah, they're coming out at the end of November. And so I imagine but, we'll, we'll hear more about that. But they don't sit... Um, they don't compete with the 3070 necessarily, do they? They're, they're more like 3080, 3090 yeah, competitors. Yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for a next-gen console-style upgrade, the RTX 3070 is the one you're going to be trying to get. Uh, but until that bonus episode, uh, next week, Lawrence, the start of next week, uh, that's it for today. Is it? Oh. Yeah. I know. Oh, I just got my feet toasty. Well, I'm going to have to get in the car now and bring this graphics card to you so you oh. can have a go yourself. Oh. But uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to know what you guys are thinking of the the next gen games that are coming out soon. We'll be talking a little bit about mm-hmm. it again in our mm-hmm. bonus episode next week. But let us know. You can uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GetRealPod. And you can also email us, GetRealPodUK at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So let us know. Get in touch. And uh, we'll see you early next week we will all right bye-bye for now bye-bye